Hello there. Hello there. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots. Uh, my name's Dan Slobodian, and I'm here tonight with Bob D. Hello there. And Colin Brown. Hello there. Uh, it's been a quiet one for us up in the Sith Takers this weekend, but we have managed to get ourselves to a couple of events. Mainly, Colm and I went up to IQ in Huddersfield to play in a, a little fun May the 4th tournament. So we're going to chat about that for a little bit. So, Colm, do you want to tell us uh, what you took to the tournament? So I took a bit of a, a variant of Rebel Beef. It was Wedge with no upgrades, Jake with no upgrades, Nora with a Proton Torpedo, and then benthic two tubes with Leia and Perceptive Copilot. So the basic idea is that you can get a lot of double modded shots because you've got both benthic and Jake allowing for passing focus tokens to the other ships. Originally, I came up with it as some kind of version of Rebel Beef that might be good against Phantoms, I thought, because it's got Wedge shooting at six, Nora shooting a torpedo at five, You've got lots of focus tokens you can point where you need them so the Duke isn't as big a deal. It was a hyperspace event, so I didn't get to fly against Phantom, so that's still to be tested out, but that was a general idea. And did it work well? It did, yeah. I managed to go 4-0, winning the event. Good job. Yeah. It was my first time really flying a Rebel Beefy list. It's It was tricky in some places because... Mainly Jake is awkward to try and stay in some kind of formation. You know, he's so fast, the others are so slow. But mm. uh, all the other ships... Well, Jake did impress. I thought, when it works, you know, when you get Jake to barrel roll and boost and give two focus actions, it feels really good. Benthic is great. I think Benthic's a bit underrated, to be honest. He's kind of... Uh, a lot of times when you're using coordinate on a U-wing, it's to give a, a focus action to one of your better ships and Benthic can do that while also still having a focus to mod his own shot, so I think that's pretty good. And it was also my first time flying Nora, and I was very impressed by her. The amount of, Generally, she was target number one mm. for people, because she had the torp on, she was kind of scary. But she just hung on. Her ability was just so good. Yeah. Bob, what do you think about Combs' list? I think that I agree that Benthic is underrated. Um, I think if you if you ignore him, you've got problems. And I think loads of double mods is really good news with, with the beef. Wedge is an excellent ship if you keep him alive. I've got to say that my temptation if I was flying against comms list would be to go for Wedge first because taking one of your green dice away is almost as good as having an extra red dice all the time. Uh, so he would be be my favourite target. Did you manage to keep him safe? Yeah, you just kind of hang Wedge out at the back a little and make him, you know, the... Like, he is probably, if you can kill Wedge first, you should. But if you just keep him positioned where he's hard to get focus fire on and he's at the back, people tend to go somewhere else. And he's also moving at I-6, so he can barrel roll slash boost to get his way out of out of trouble. Yeah, you can do a lot of self-bumping without a lot of consequences as well because you throw in yeah. so many focus tokens around that it doesn't really matter if you, um, you know, just park the U-wing in one place and bump everyone else into it. Yeah, true. That, I think that was quite good against our game, Dan, where uh, you yeah. had bombs, and I yeah. could just avoid the bombs just by pumping everyone into what was in front. Yes, that was a, a thorn in my side. So um, I was flying. I was I was going full Phil GC this weekend, uh, and I flew. <laughs> you never go full Phil GC. <laughs> There's uh, only I, one man who can do full Phil GC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I flew Boba and Eamon. Boba with Slave 1, Trickshot, Perceptive, and Proton Bombs. 
And then Eamon with Prox Mines, Proton Bombs, Andrasta, Trick Shot, and L337. It was a lot of fun. I mean, the tournament the, the tournament was, um, you know, there were some good players there, um, the likes of Alan Watson and um, Stuart Bluck. Um, but I think people were mainly there to have fun. So um, certainly that's what I was thinking was a funsy list. Um, I'm not sure how good it would actually be in a properly competitive environment. But it was a lot of fun. I took seven proximity mines with me to try and throw them all over the table. But the most Oh, my I God. Owned, yeah, the most I ever had out at once was two, so I failed in that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you were landing them on people? And they just yeah, got- main, mainly, yeah. You know, Eamon's ability is so good to to throw out those uh, those prox mines. Um, in my first game, uh, I played a lovely guy called the Harry Deal with a first order list, and his poor quick draw uh, lost five health to two proximity mines. Ooh. So um, yeah, it was it was a, a bit grim for him, really. But yeah, they they're just great, really good. I mean, the basic chassis are absolutely solid, aren't they, with the fire sprays? Yeah, they're they're a decent ship. They've got a fair bit of health. You know, they can stick around, but they can also melt a little bit. Um, having the two lots of three dice attack, though, you know, at the front or the back is is really handy. Boba's a little bit like a fang almost, isn't he? Like he's okay at range three because he's got his three dice. He's okay at range one because he's got all his rerolls but he tends yeah. to go poof a bit of range too. Yes, that is true. Yeah, well, that's why it's, yeah, it's white boost. That's why you need the white boost. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. I, I mean, I was mostly, you know, trying, as you say, to power into range one, jump over the top of people and then bomb them to death from behind or, or even better get them to follow me and chase and, you know, have to go through a, a load of bombs. Uh, I tried, I tried some tricks that uh, Phil had written about in his blog where I, double talon rolled straight in front of your list column and unfortunately um it turns out that you know wedge and nora with a proton top are better at range three than the y wings phil was writing about so it did not work out very well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh Colm, what did you who did you play uh round one so i played a young lad called cameron he's local to huddersfield i think he was flying a, a republic list with mace with supernatural reflexes which is quite cool i thought i mean he had a bit of trouble obviously because mace is i4 and i had an i5 and an i6 so you know maybe had a bit of trouble getting the best out of supernatural but i think in the right place that mace is pretty good and he's also he's making good use of the targeting synchronizer the mod that lets you pass pass locks between ships right and he had jag to get the lock and then he could pass that to a few torrents so he had a lot of double modded shots which i thought was quite cool interesting okay so obviously you you won that one yeah, I won that one. I also played Harry. Oh yeah, in game two, he's a yeah very nice lad. He had an FO list uh, with quick draw two tie FOs and black ace. And yes, that's right. You I know, played him round one. Yeah, yeah. I just managed to get the engage in the right place on that one around the rocks, so I could just you know focus on quick draw, and then mm. without much loss in return, and then I was in a good position. Game yeah. three was Paul Tyra from uh, Harlequins. He was flying Boba, Fen, and L3 with Perceptive on Boba and Fearless on Fen. That one was was pretty brutal, really. By, by his own admission, he came in a little bit fast. 
so Boba just got rinsed. He had after the first engagement, and he had two hull left. And then Leia was bananas. Like it was my first time really using Leia, <laughs> and just the ability to like hard stop your U wing, K turn the Y wing, do a talon roll with wedge, so you get this great position. And then the next turn, I just did all those moves again. So I just ended up where I had been. It's <laughs> like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, so that was the story of that game. And then final game is against you, where we learned a lesson about <laughs> how Wedge isn't the same as a Grey Squadron bomber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. don't joust Rebel Beef. That's that's the yeah. lesson I learned. I feel like I already knew that secretly, but um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you went undefeated on the day, so that was great. Did you get some good prize support? The prize support was amazing. Um, they put all of the proceeds from the tickets into the prize support. So mm. I think it was everyone from the top half got some store credit and I got a Servants of Strife box as well. So yeah, I was. Sick. it was really, really good. Fair play to IQ for providing that level of prize support. And well done yeah. to Mark for uh, Mark Fairbrother for running a great event. He always runs things smoothly. It's always fun. He did, yeah. He ran a, a really good event. Every, everything ran to time. It was, yeah, it was a really good day. Really enjoyed it. IQR legends for the prize support and and their philosophy is that all the entrance money goes into providing the players with kit mm. which is a fantastic way of doing it they're, they're not looking to pay their rent and their rates from uh, ticket money they're looking to turn that into uh, sales which is a, a really nice way of giving back to the community definitely yeah and I, I would mm. highly recommend anyone go up to uh, to one of their events like like Holm said it was really really good yeah so I played some really good games as well I also, as I said, played Harry in the first round where my bombs did terrible things to quick draw. Uh, in the second round, I played a guy called Neil Best who had Anakin with the Delta 7B title and R2 Astromech and spare parts canisters. He had two Gold Squadron Torrents and Wolf with Commander Cody. We set up and just jousted originally. Uh, I did a couple of K-turns straight away so that um, he'd be running into me. And it was not looking good for me after that initial engagement. Uh, he'd taken all the shields off of Eamon and put a hit and a hull breach crit into him as well. But then I weathered that and the next couple of turns were just a bomb hell for Neil. I think the one of the torrents and Wolf both died to in just an absolute storm of bombs and then Eamon managed to get away Boba killed the other torrent and then it was the two of them versus Anakin and Neil played Anakin incredibly well there were several times where I thought to myself right I'm going to put myself in this position and there's no way that Anakin can shoot me and I can't shoot him and I was wrong every single time he <laughs> um, just got him into some incredible places but Finally, Anakin went down to a, a well-placed proximity mine. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was a great game. Really good. Then round three, I played lovely Alan Watson, who just, bless him, he just had some terrible, terrible luck. He absolutely deserved to win that game. But unfortunately, the dice said, no, I'm going to win it instead. In the opening engagement, I snuck a, a structural damage crit onto Fen Rao at range three. Which just then, you know, yeah, that was just horrible. So Fen went down pretty quick after that. Uh, and then I had my two fire sprays versus his Boba, pretty much. Uh, he had L337 as well. But he then managed to pull the other structural damage crit onto his Boba Fett. So it just 
really, really should have won, but just had some terrible luck. Uh, and then round four was, as you say, it was UConn, where I learned not to joust rebel beef. Yeah, don't do that. So, yeah, no, no, like I say, it was a great day overall. What did you do with your May the 4th, Bob? Um, I had a late start because I'm lazy and old and I stay in bed because <laughs> it takes me ages to have my coffee. Uh, so I went up to Manchester, played at Fanboy 3. Nice little event, just seven of us playing in a, um, a hyperspace format there. So congrats to our mate, James Bailey, uh, who took that with a, a 3-0 and win. He was running... Uh, Marek Steele with a sort of dwarf inferno squadron with Hal Runner and Iden Verso and Scourge and those sorts of things kicking about. And I played him and lost by two points. Oof. I was running a, a Rebel Beef variant with a basic U-Wing and Wedge and Biggs together with Horton Sam with Veteran Turret and a Turret. Um, so that was a really fun game. That was the, the game I, I really enjoyed from the day. And congrats to James on, on going on to win the event. My least favourite game was evidence for me that actually there's ample room in hyperspace for negative play. I ran up with predominantly PS4 and below into into Chris Main's list, which was the two um, Star Vipers running at i4 and i5 with advanced sensors and a massive bid. Um, it took me all game to get any shots on any of them. Uh, he had Seavor <laughs> filling out list, and there was one turn where I, I pinged off Dallin Oberos and Seavor and in the same turn because I had my guns pointing in the right direction and he had his ships in the wrong direction. But then I spent the rest of the game chasing around after Guri, and because I didn't have uh, enough high initiative arcs, it meant that I was just chasing my tail, basically. And it was a very frustrating hour and a quarter before we decided that there was no way I was going to ping Guri and that really I should just take my ships off and, and get on with having a cup of coffee instead. So uh, it was, yeah, um, for all those who think that hyperspace is the, is the saviour of X-Wing and that it's completely unbroken and that you're bound to have a brilliant game and it's all about dogfighting, no, it ain't, really. Um <laughs> You can absolutely build a list that, that can give someone a miserable time. And, and actually, it's not a, a, a that effective a list. Chris's record with it is um, three and three. And he loses all his games where his opponents have two ships with higher initiative than him. And he wins all his games where his opponents have one or less uh, ships with higher initiative than him. So it's, yeah, pretty basic. But uh, well, thank you to uh, Fanboy3 for some amazing prize support for a seven-man event. They they opened up the boxes of all their old kits, and it was basically, what do you want, lads? Have some of this. Uh, so that was very satisfying. So I came back with a whole bunch of uh, old tarts that I didn't have, picked up the R2-D2 old tart, which is um, very satisfying. And, uh, yeah, fun day. I mean, Fanboy are, are really getting their X-Wing C moving, which is good to see. So keen to support them moving forward. Excellent. Well, sounds sounds good. I believe the other thing that's happened this weekend is a hyperspace trial down in Poole. Uh, right. uh, Julian Hood, I think, took that. Yeah, and Entoyment is it called the store? Yeah. Cool. And what, do you know what Julian was flying? I, I've I've missed this this one. Okay. Yeah. So I think it would be Anakin, Ahsoka, and two Torrents. Okay. Interesting. Oh, do you think it is interesting? Like. Because Ahsoka's Initiative 3, Anakin's I-6, all right, but there's a lot of other I-6 pilots. Like, why yeah. do you 
do you think Julian is just flying Republic because he wants to fly Republic? Or do you think for some reason they're better than going Soontir and Vader and some TIE fighters or some bombers? Which, you know, David Sutcliffe has been running Soontir, mm. Vader, bombers with Proxmines to some success. So why do you think he's going Anakin in the Republic route? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Bob, are you any thoughts? Well, from from when we spoke to Julian, he just loves Republic. And that's cool. You know, he had a look at it and, and, and put the list together and saw what was good. He's got an ace to deal with other aces. He's got some some chunk to deal with stuff that deals with chunk. And it, it is a list that is a bit of a all-comers. Um, mm. the, there's nothing that, that you put down that says, all oh, right, I've got problems with that. Because he's got enough positioning on... on his ace is that he he can he can manage weird stuff that out positions you at uh, high initiative he's got enough firepower to deal with the beefy low green dice lists and he's got i suspect a decent enough bid to cope with with stuff like vader mm. so that that makes a lot of sense and also there's no getting away from the fact that that julian has had a, a very impressive season and every event he goes to, he does extremely well. And that says yeah. to me that he's a great pilot. Yeah. I think I think as well that um, Anakin's quite a different beast to Vader and Soontir. Because Vader doesn't have the double reposition that a lot of aces have. You know, he's got a lot of actions, but he's only got that barrel roll. Soontir's got the double reposition. But then he's often, if, if he has to use both of those actions for reposition, he's, he's throwing unmodded shots at you. Whereas Anakin well, can kind of do both. Well, so for one point, Vader generally has afterburners. So at least twice, sure. when That's it true. matters, he's getting a double reposition. And Sutir hopefully is lining up his bullseye, so he is getting mods as well. Mm-hmm. But now I can see like the the force being an argument, and you can yeah. you can get the force target lock with Anakin. So for more damage, and also having the yeah. dial more open maybe makes a difference. But it's just an interesting thing. Yeah. Well, like why aren't the Imperial Aces doing as well? That is interesting. Do you know has he got the um, Delta Seven B title on? He does, yeah. Right. Okay. To be honest, it might probably it's just a case of he's a good ace flyer, and those are the aces yeah. he's flying. And if he was flying Imperial aces, he'd probably just do just as well. But yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Mm. Fair enough. Um, and uh, it's a congrats also to our friends at the One Eight Six who have just won the UK Team Championship down in Milton Keynes. Excellent. Congrats to them. Do we know um, who was on the team? They usually send a couple down, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've not been um, that, that uh, engaged with the UKTC this year. There's a, there's a lot going on just at the moment. So uh, we didn't manage to take a team there. No, no, maybe it's something enough. we can talk about a bit more later in the week once we know some actual yeah. details. Yeah. Sounds good. Right. Well, I think, boys, that's everything I had to talk about. Did you guys want to say anything else? No, no that's all good. Lovely. Let's wrap it up there then. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Bob. Ta-da. And it's goodbye from Colm. Goodbye. See you next time. Obi-Wan, may the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>